Let me teach you something. How many of you have a dog? How many of you have ever had a dog that had a flea on it? That's everybody. You ever seen a flea? One of the smallest insects. Really small. One of the smallest insects. But for his height and size, and flea has the highest vertical leap in nature for an insect. A flea can jump, has a 36-inch vertical. A flea, man, can come 36 inches off the ground. His vertical is 36. The average person can't do that. But a flea can jump 36 inches off the ground. If you capture the flea and you put him in a mayonnaise jar and you put the lid on it, the flea know one thing. I got a 36-inch vertical. So here he go. He start jumping, but he gonna hit himself on that lid because he got that lid on it. But after a while, after getting knocked down so many times, the flea makes an adjustment. So now the flea only jumps just to where he don't get knocked back down. He got 36 vertical, but since this lid is on, his environment got him now jumping nowhere near what he can. Capture some more fleas and put them in there. They got 36 vertical, but then they start jumping. They find out they keep getting knocked down. They start doing what the other fleas is doing. Next thing you know, I got a jar full of fleas and they ain't even using a 36 inch vertical because they got a lid on the jar. Them fleas have babies. Them babies is born into the conditions of the environment. So now guess what? The flea is born with a 36 inch vertical, but because he see his mama and daddy and all his cousins and friends jumping just barely to the roof, you know what he do? He duplicates that behavior. The flea never reaches his potential. Until you take the top off of your mayonnaise jar, you're going to duplicate your surroundings. If you take an oak tree seed and you put it in a two-foot pot, that seed will never become the oak tree that oak trees are capable of becoming because it's going to get stifled by the two-foot pot. Now check this out, ain't nothing wrong with the seed. Seed just fell prey to the environment. You are a seed from God. God made you in his likeness. He big, he vast. Don't you allow your environment to dictate the oak tree that you become because Ain't nothing wrong with your seed. All of y'all got this wonderful gift that he gave you at birth. All y'all got one. You better believe that now. Don't die with this gift and don't never use it. All of y'all got this wonderful gift, but you got to use it. Take your seed. Take your gift. Get away from these people that's in your life that ain't doing nothing. Get away from people in your life that's hating. Get away from your family members that ain't ever opened the business. That ain't, get away from your family members that ain't ever followed their dreams. Get away from your family members that ain't never been nowhere but to the family reunion. They ain't never been to a beach. Get away from them. Get away from them. I had to do it. When I told everybody I was getting into comedy, man, oh Lord have mercy. You can't get into comedy. You ain't even funny. How you gonna make money telling jokes?
Now, in the beginning, it looked like they was right. But I never gave up. All I did was identify this gift. I worked. I wrote all of my visions down. I read them every morning and every night. And I instilled them in my head. And every time I met somebody, they say, hey, man, what you trying to do? I would tell them one of my visions. Somebody would always say to me, you know, I know a guy that's selling them things right there. You ought to talk to him. I start scratching stuff off my vision board. My vision board is so vast now. If I showed you what was on it, you wouldn't even believe it. Because I dream so big. I want so big because the God I serve is big. He's not a small God. He's a really, really big God. He does really, really big stuff. And I expect him to do really, really big stuff for me. If he'd have done it for Oprah, if he'd have done it for the Obamas, whoever got, why I can't have this here? I'm going to do better with it than all of them. To me, but why you can't have that? That's how you get what you want in life now. You don't have to believe me, but here's the deal. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. If I just told you a different way to go about it, you don't need no money. I just gave you some scriptures you could try and some principles. If somebody who had come from the bottom and got to this position I'm in told me that this is the way I would try it, if I was you, I would try that. I bet you it'll work, though. you're new to the impact secret podcast show (laughs) welcome to the family to my existing family big up as always thank you for joining on this podcast show we shift the mindset through inspiration motivation with a standing foundation of self-discipline i am your respectful host ed for all you smart and intelligent folks out there listen that just simply means it you know the motto the slogan will be live by here bet on yourself you won't win unless you get in the game and play a quote that's resonating here on the impact secret podcast show by bob marley entitled you you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have again you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley, another one of those quotes or I should say phrases or statements that we love here is living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall to get back up. One question, two thought provoking statements. First question for you, family is what? Are you, well, what you've been doing to get what you want out of life? Again, what you've been doing to get to get what you want out of life. That's funny. That, that grammar doesn't even sound right, but we're going to roll with it anyway. It just sounded good when it came out. First thought-provoking statement, checking your mindset, checking your mindset. That was inspired by Walter Bond. And the next thought-provoking statements, goals, visions, and dreams. Again, goals visions and dreams well family if you're listening to this today 
Happy Labor Day. No days off here. I made a commitment three days out of the week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Because I'm I'm dropping this show today, or in any day I drop a show, I only ask for a couple things out of you, family. First of all, I ask that you, if you're listening to it on YouTube, that you share this content. You click subscribe and you hit the thumbs up notification. If you're listening on your favorite podcast, I ask that you subscribe and leave a rating five star. Hopefully, hopefully five star. I don't even know why you would give a negative rating on motivation or I should say building self-discipline. That's crazy. But that's another conversation. So let's unpack. Oh, today's episode is entitled, which is inspired by Kanye West and Eric Thomas. The today's episode is entitled Don't Show Up When I Cut the Cake. You owe you the opportunity of life. Again, don't show up when I cut the cake. You owe you the opportunity of life. That's a heavy title. I kind of remixed it a little bit, so I hope you like the remix, family. Let's unpack today's episode. I was struggling with today's episode, family, because of the simple fact that I wanted to add an additional audio clip here to extenuate or I should say expound on the point of you owing yourself or don't cutting basically cutting the cake and when people start showing up, okay, that didn't move you because maybe I'm over the place. Let's get focused and centered. So I remember when (laughs) it takes me back with, so we decided to have a, a gathering one day. And in during that gathering, what I noticed is you noticed the, the people that were just here to, show up and eat and run. And then those that really just came to enjoy the event. Um, A lot of times in life, family, you have to be careful who you share your food with. And I'm not talking about literal food. I am talking about your food of life, your, your, the things you've learned along the way, or I should say your dreams, goals, and vision. See, I am so guilty of it. I am still in progress. I am in temporary, uh, improvement, or I should say I am working through that because it's hard family when you get excited or you're excited about something in life that you're going after, or you're thinking about going after, or you know, this is the thing for you. This is your calling. And as we'll say your purpose, but when you start having conversations with others, they don't seem so enthused and so excited. And then you, you start doubting, maybe you shouldn't do what you should do. I, I recall when I was living in Michigan and I, uh, it it was a tough decision. So I was living in Kalamazoo and I, I was applying to jobs left and right. I mean, it was just, I was like, what is going on here? You know, I was like, definitely college is a lie. They misled me, misguided me. And so I'm applying to positions and, um, my best friend, he was like, look, Less he said, I'm moving down to Dallas. And I was like, man, I should, you know what? Let me come with you and, and see if it works out. And we had been down here a couple of times and, and visited. And I mean, I love the environment. It was, it was just, I mean, it was amazing down here. So, um, 
So I'm applying for different jobs. I'm working at like a minimum wage job at the time. Now, keep in mind, I'm out of, out of college and I'm working a minimum job, minimum wage job. There's nothing wrong with a minimum wage job. But what the point is, is that, again, going back to being misled, I'm thinking, well, hey, I got this college degree. I am in there. I am about to I am about to go to the next level. I'm about to be a billionaire, baby. Call, welcome me to the billionaires club. And life hits. So finally, after applying all these jobs, I finally gave up. I took this opportunity um, and working in this job. And and so I'm working in this job and day in and day out, it was hard getting up to go in because I'm asking myself, why me? Why did this happen to me? I did what they said I was supposed to do. They said, go get a, 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 a four-year degree. I actually went and got a four-year degree. It may have took, took me five years to get it, but I went and did that. But actually, I actually finished earlier than I was supposed to because I could have extended it longer. So I said, no, we need to get out here and do what we need to do. And so I I, I went for it because I, you know, I had a, a daughter at the time and I was like, yes. You know, a young, I mean, a young baby at the time, I should say. And I was like, yes, let's let's just go ahead and, and do it. Let's get out here and get paid, baby. Like I said, the billion dollar club. And it was rejection after rejection after re- it got to a point when they would send me the email. Um, I already kind of knew when they started off. First, we would like to thank you for taking the time to apply for the position. We've had many applicants and I, I didn't even read the rest because I already know when you got when you had got when I got used to seeing that those first opening sentences I already knew at the end. But we decided to go in a different direction, whatever. So at that point, I said, you know what? I've had enough. Um, like I said, my friend was like, Hey, he's moving, he's moving to Dallas with his, uh, with uh, some of his family members. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to come with you. I say nothing popping here for me. Um, I keep going and keep doing it and nothing is happening. So I went on this little, um, tour, I'll say of just talking to different people and asking them questions like, Hey, do you think I should go, you know, because I am taking a, 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 a huge risk of leaving and I do have a young child and I don't want to I, I don't want to feel like I'm abandoning it, but there's nothing happening. I'm working a minimum wage job by the time taxes and everything comes out. I don't even know if I'll be able to afford a place. I, I just don't know what to do. And I'm having these various conversations and what I notice in these conversations that I was having I could tell the difference in between the people that were actually ambitious and the ones that were so that that wanted to be comfortable and the conversations I had that with people that were comfortable, it always went the same way. Like, well, you know, what happens if you go down there and it doesn't work out and you know, then you're stuck and you can't get back. And it was always down that path. But the people that was ambitious, that was like, look, you're young. If it doesn't work out, hey, come back. You always you, you always got a home to come come back. It doesn't matter. But at least what you don't want to do is have a regret that you didn't even make the decision to go. There is, you know, there is nothing in this world that is 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 always worth going to to take a calculated risk. This is a calculated risk for you. It always went like that. It doesn't even matter what they said after that, but it always infused that type of conversation. 
So I made the decision. Uh, I put in my two week notice and it was my last day at the at the job. And I um, I had interviewed for this position probably uh, a month ago and I get a call. And I'm like, hello. And they're like, yeah, we wanted to offer you the opportunity to to actually work at this establishment would you be willing to take the position? And I was like, can I give you a call back? I'm actually in the middle of something, which I wasn't, but I, I was caught off guard. And I, I, I said, well, let me give you a call back. So I went and I went down that same, that same approach of talking on the, to the, to different people that I, you know, either respected or trusted or just wanted a different point of view. And what I learned, family, is that that you have to be extremely careful who you share your decisions with or who you share your visions and your goals and dreams, because they may not have your best interests at heart. It may seem like it, but they really, truly may not have your best interests at heart due to the fact of they didn't take the risk that 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 you're, you're potentially think, thinking of taking. And because of that, they may, they may misguide you emotionally thinking that they're trying to protect you because, well, they seen what happened to maybe another friend or a family member. And they, uh, they don't want that for you. They believe it's going to happen or they actually lived it. And they're like, well, you, you're, you're not going to have the same success I did. And so it's better to be safe and be comfortable. So I thought about it, um, had a conversation, also had a conversation with my mom and she was like, you need to do it. You need to go. And she said, she asked me something powerful. She always gave me this. She always gave me exercises when, you know, a tough decision would come. She said before I even, she said, yeah, I think you should go, but you have to make the decision. What I need you to do though, son, is Go ahead, get a piece of paper, write out your pros and the cons for going. If the pros outweigh the cons, then you have more of a calculated decision. You have more of a a decision that will make you feel at peace, regardless if it works or do, don't work. At least you know that you took the time to outline what it what it would look like. So I did do that, family. And of course, in that situation, the pros outweighed the cons. So I got on the phone and I called this company back and I said, hey, I'd like to thank you, first of all, for the opportunity. But let me let me park there parenthetically. When I made that call, family, I felt amazing. And you have to keep in mind, I didn't have a job. I just quit my job to leave to a, another city and state that I wasn't promised another opportunity. I wasn't promised the the chance to be able to make an income. I wasn't promised anything. And I'm being promised the opportunity, but I knew this wasn't it. I just, and I can't explain how I knew it wasn't it. I just didn't feel it. And I felt like, I felt like it came too late. And because it came too late, it wasn't that it wasn't right, a right opportunity. It just wasn't right for me. And so family, what I ended up doing was when I had the conversation with, the, with them, I said, thank you for the opportunity, but I made a decision excuse me, family, I made a decision to go ahead and um, 
not take the opportunity. And I believe they were probably stunned on the other end. Like what? Like we've interviewed all of these candidates and they took their time of getting back to me. So I was just like, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, but I decided to make a, a, a decision. And they, they, and they asked the, the probing question, may we ask why you're rejecting the opportunity? Because it would be a great opportunity. And we've had plenty of candidates interested. I said, well, honestly, um, I'm actually moving to another state. And I didn't think that this opportunity, uh, that I had a chance at this opportunity and I didn't believe this opportunity was a great fit after, after just waiting to hear back. So I made up in my mind that this is the decision I'm going to take. And I, when I took, when I'm, I took that leap of faith family and fixed my parachute on the way down, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. <laughs> it wasn't easy family. It was extremely hard because when I got down to Dallas, all of the, the, you know, the nine 11 and, um, I mean, so many things were happening. Jobs were closing up and I was taking, I was working, I was working in situations that were even worse than what I left the, of being comfortable of being able to go up into my mom's <laughs> being at the house and going into the kitchen and having all the, the, the things that I love. Cause she would buy it like the juices, the snacks and the good home cooked me, um, uh, meals. They weren't there. We eating ramen noodles. We eating sandwiches. I mean, we just, I mean, it was just bad. And I remember my mom would call me and she'd say, how you doing, son? And I'm, I'm, man, I'm doing amazing, mom. Thank you so much. And I didn't want, I didn't want to let her down and let her know. And I even remember when I got to the breaking point where I said enough's enough. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of fighting. I'm giving up. And that's when I shared on another podcast about how when I was in that car and I thank God for this message. I even thank God for that pastor that day because that day again was an, another breaking point for me. And it was up to me to make the decision. Was I going to accept the calling or was I going to hang up on the calling and say, you know what, this is not for me. So the calling came again and I'll rehash the story and I'll keep it at a high level family. I made the decision when the call, when I've heard, when I heard it on the radio, when the pastor, pastor Freddie Haynes, he talked about the fight with Muhammad, the fight Muhammad Ali had where he became the world champion and he shocked the world. And you're probably thinking like, how does that relate with your story? See, family, a lot of times we are in fights that we, re we refuse to identify that we are in a true fight. We're in a fight for our dreams. We are in a fight for our goals. We are in a fight for the disciplines that are required to achieve our dreams, visions, and goals. So it's always up to us. Are we going to be committed enough to go after the thing we said we, we, we truly wanted? But when I heard that that quick sermon, it was a it was like a quick 30 seconds or I think it was like under two minutes or less uh, quick sermon, quick, you know, just quick hitter. They were like morning motivations uh, before they, you know, they were doing morning motivations. But it was on the Rick, Ricky Smiley. I think it was Ricky Smiley uh, show at that time. And at that point, I got after I heard that message, I went back home. I called my mother and I said, Mom, I am not coming back home. I still got more work to do. And what what was 
unique, which I didn't know at the time. And she finally came out and told me, she said, son, when you made that decision, I was hurt, but I was happy at the same time. I was hurt because I wanted my baby home. I know you weren't really telling me the truth that you really were probably going through some things, but I was excited because of the fact that you, you finally stood up on your own 10 and said, you know, you're going to keep fighting. See, son, it's not going to be easy. Life is a fight. Life is a journey. If you want more, you got to go and make the required disciplines. You got to do something different to get into the door because not because of who you are, it's just because of the environment that you're in. So if they won't let you in the front door or the back door, we go up to the chimney. If the chimney is not there, then we go through the window. If the window is not uh, available, we'll send a, a, a handwritten note. As soon as they open up the door, we bow, here we are. So what I'm trying to tell you, family, is, is that it's not going to be as simple as you want. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have twists and turns. See, this is why I think is this very important to always to when you write out a vision board. Yes, I have three. Well, two vision boards. I'm, I'm probably going to get me two more. Um, because I need you need to see it. You need to start seeing it and believing it and not just seeing it and believing it. If you want this, this like, for instance, I'll be transparent. I, I want a Tesla. Yeah, I said it. I want a Tesla. I want a if I want to at first I wanted a Model X Tesla. And then I realized that when I went to the Tesla place, I said, well, you know what? I like that. I like the uh, Model Y. And I was just talking to him and just asking questions. And he was like, hey, you know, we have test drives and you can actually come in and test drive and see what it feels like. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I said, how many, what if we did that for a lot of things in our life? Just having the courage to go after things that we truly want. Steve Harvey talked about that in a clip about his vision board and how, you know, we limit ourselves. If we only believe we can achieve this little thing that is is small and minute we'll get it but then what see that's why I started after listening to Steve Harvey about that I started dreaming bigger and bigger like my like that's why I said I'm probably gonna have two more vision boards because my dreams are starting to get bigger because of the beliefs that are constantly being tore down the beliefs that are being broken and I'm loving it family and I'm challenging you to start finding ways to remove the butts out of your life. You know, I would do this, but I am capable of doing this. But see, the but doesn't really help you a lot because you find that that's giving you a reason not to take action. You know, you would go for a degree, but or you would start that business, but you don't have the resources, you don't have the time, but you can sit up there and you'll watch a whole season of something. I'm guilty of it too, but I'm just saying, I'm being honest and transparent with you, family. What you have to do is, is, is that changing of the mindset, but it takes time. It takes time to, to develop that mindset. We are constantly a work in progress. If somebody says they just has the ultimate mindset, I wouldn't believe them because I know they go through something. I don't care if you're a billionaire, a millionaire, a thousandaire, or just a dollar there. You still go through things in life. You are not sub, you, you can't avoid life. Life is always going to be there and it's going to be ups and downs. But what I love about it is you can go through it or you can stick in it 
and stay stagnant and stay stuck. And that's why I'm always trying to find ways to better myself. I'm always trying to trying to find challenges that I can go after because I've been told a lot in my life, well, you're not smart enough to uh, to get a degree. You don't have the aptitude to be able to be a speaker. You don't have this and you don't have that. And then again, you know what we always do. We start studying the source. See, a lot of times when you start studying the source of where you're hearing this information from, you'll be shocked and surprised is that they haven't started anything, that dream or that vision that they had or they said they were going to do. They haven't even picked it up. They haven't even moved one iota in life. So what I tell you, and I'll end with this family because I kept you too long, but I want you to know that if you make a decision of what you want in life, have the courage because that is the toughest thing, family, to have the courage of putting that on your vision board or putting that in your notes section of your phone or putting it in Evernote or wherever you store your, your vision. But I think I recommend you know, putting it on your actual on a, on a, your actual uh, wall or somewhere you'll be able to see it every day. Matter of fact, I'm going to actually start taking pictures of mine so I can start looking at it when I have a down day. I start looking at it when I have a great day. I start looking at it when somebody tells me, well, you know, most people like that look like you don't achieve this so I can prove them wrong so I can just show them that there's other people out there that look like me that want this just as bad as I do and now I figured out the way to do it let me give the game back to the family so family don't give up don't quit because of what has happened because it all happens to us all it's just about how we receive it as a perception it's a perception of saying that you can't do that it's a perception to say that you don't have the skill set i like what uh you know you know i'm going to go back to uh Vusi of of a previous show what he said do you want the emotions or the progress you can't have both so family, choose progression or progress, excuse me, over the emotions. Yes, you're entitled to your emotion. Yeah, I get emotional and frustrated. But at, at as that end, that doesn't move me any further or closer to the goal, vision, or desires that I have in life. So that means that I have to work on being more progressive, being progressing myself towards the goal, working on the skill set, because right now and this day in these days and times, you can't just have one one skill set. You need to have multi skill sets and constantly working on them. I appreciate your time today, family. I know I kept you longer than most. Again, happy Labor Day to those who celebrate Labor Day. But I had to drop today's show because I really felt that I made a commitment. Yeah, I could have rested. I could have slept in. But I keep asking myself, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Until next time, this has been your boy ED. This has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Peace.